Scott. The Great Scott Show. And as they head into the final furlong, all of the other radio stations and radio hosts are left in the wake of a keen turn of speed by the Great Scott Show, the champion. With Scott Prather. Steal the show. On ESPN 1420 and ESPN1420.com. Welcome in. Welcome into the Great Scott Show. I'm Scott Prather coming at you on a Thursday morning. It's a beautiful morning. Because NFL football is finally here. We get actual football. Meaningful NFL football on the tube tonight. Cowboys, Buccaneers, and then we got so much more on Sunday. And then we got one game on Monday night. I wish it was two. But finally, it is here, and we are going to dig in this morning. Right? This is just like a pregame meal of sports talk this morning. Norman Locke's going to be in here about 7.15. I'll tell him all the reasons why he's wrong, except when he agrees with me, of course. We will uh, make some you know, predictions, break down each division, wild card winners. We are going to look at rank our top five quarterbacks facing the most pressure heading into the season. Give us your bold predictions. We got it up on our Twitter account, at ESPN1420, and on our Facebook page. CZ kicks off tonight. What's your bold prediction for the 2021 season? Already getting some feedback there. At Cajun Packers says the Packers bring the Lombardi Trophy home. Go, Pack, go. Okay. As long as Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, I suppose they have a shot. Is that the boldest? Yeah, if you pick a team to win the Super Bowl, I guess it's bold. A lot of people like the Bucs to repeat. Teams don't repeat in the Super Bowl in today's day and age. In today's NFL, it doesn't happen. It's not going to be the Bucs. Yes, they're returning 22 starters on offense and defense after their Super Bowl season. But last season, only four starters missed a combined six games between the regular season and postseason. When they were placed on the uh, COVID-19. The addition of Giovanni Bernard is sneaky under the radar. One of the bigger moves by any team there. He is tailor-made to play with Tom Brady. What I'm telling you is the Bucks are still going to be good. In fact, they're going to be really good. But repeating in the Super Bowl? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. We got a lot to get into this morning, everybody. Can't wait to do it. ESPN 1420, ESPN1420.com, and the ESPN 1420 app. You can email the show, Scott at ESPN1420.com. You can tweet us at ESPN1420. It's the handle. 
Scott, I was reading an article yesterday. This is an email from Clark that had the Saints' chances of winning the Super Bowl at around 2%. Granted, I'm not expecting him to win the Super Bowl, but don't you think 2% is a little low? Not, not really. I mean, no. T- again, it's the Super Bowl. You look at various analytics and formulas. I mean, they have the Bucks at like fourteen percent, which is really high. But the Bills, a, a, a darling, you know, a darling team, a darling as a dar I mean, at the moment. Granted, at the moment, you know, a lot of people liking the Bills to be the sexy team that comes out of there. I mean, they're at like less than ten percent. So no, I I don't think having the Saints there. I mean, they're not. They're the Saints aren't going to win the Super. Now, look, they've got one of the league's best offensive lines. Sean Payton could turn that into a lot of wins. But tell you what, in terms of floor and ceiling, this is about the Saints probably have the widest gap of any team in the league this year in terms of floor and ceiling. And I think they'll finish not on the floor, not on the ceiling, probably a little less than halfway. ESPN 1420. Line was lit up. Give me a call back. We'll open it. Phone phone lines are open. 269-1077. You you get in. Be patient. We'll get to you. Jay emails. Rodgers will. Well, Rodgers will tear his ACL tonight and miss the season. He has tear in quotes. I guess insinuating it would be fake. Where is he going to do it? Where is he going to tear it? He's not going to play Sunday against the Saints. Rodgers is going to sling it all over the place, man. He's going to sling it all over the place Sunday. All over the place. Davey at Davey LP on Twitter. Bold prediction, he says, Scott, my bold prediction is the Washington football team will win the NFC East and make it all the way to the NFC championship game. They will build off of last season and having to run to the playoffs, even with the losing record, was big for them. What say you? Um, I would say I, I say I wouldn't bet on them getting to the NFC championship game, but I think the... Look, I think I think Washington. When you got that kind of defense, I'm I'm kind of. You might convince me to pick the East just so I can mess with Norman Locke all year, where everybody's picking the Cowboys. But the reality is, Ryan never won a playoff game. He's never he's never played in one as a starter. And he's been in the league since, what, 05? He's 38 years old. Whether it's Fitz Magic on some Sundays and Fitz Tragic on other Sundays. E, e, you know, e, no. No. Playoff team? I, I might hear you there. I mean, they do allow seven now. But NFC Championship? No. Speaking of the Washington football team. I wrote about this yesterday, ESPN1420.com and the ESPN1420 app. Did you see 
what Dan Snyder's wife, now co-CEO of the the Washington football team, she uh, she was on the Adam Schefter podcast, said that the team has narrowed down what their franchise name will be to eight choices. I guess it would start next year. One of them is the Washington football team. So so WFT is still still a possibility there. The other ones are Red Wolves, Red Hogs, Defenders, Armada, Presidents, Brigade, Commanders. Yeah. This this feels like create a team in Madden back in the day. This feels like when you would buy video games for like Turbo Graphics or sort of a knockoff game that didn't have an NFL license. So they just try to get teams to ha- sort of be in a, a similar city and have the same colors. This is just a list they're 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 getting from here. No matter what it is, the reaction is going to be, "Yeah, I don't like it." That's the reality. They could go a lot of directions. The regulators. That's how you do it, man. That's what they should do. Not going to happen. ESPN 1420.com. Ten minutes after the hour of 7 o'clock. So we begin the NFL season tonight. Where your timeline will be full of things about the Cowboys. Jokes about the Cowboys. They shouldn't be America's team. Da, 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 da. Um, the Cowboys are, are a lightning rod in a lot of ways. And the fact that they're beginning the season against Tampa Bay is no surprise. Why are they called America's team? Because they're the Cowboys. And they draw heat. And they have a magnet like no other franchise in the NFL. And even though they haven't won a Super Bowl since, what, the 94 season? You know, neither is almost half the league. More than half the league. I mean, they have a 517 winning percentage this century. They have less playoff wins than my man Jake DeLome. It's not about winning or losing. If every NFL franchise was sold today, they would be the most expensive. Does that mean they're the best? Of course not. $5.7 billion. I mean, their practice facility is one, was, was, cost $1.5 billion. And yet what? They've won three playoff games in the last 26 years. Well, I hate how the media always talks about the Cowboys. Well, they do it because fans react. Even though as a football team, they are just, at what seems to be in the last 25 years, just perpetually mediocre. And if they win tonight, guess what? Overreaction central. Oh, Scott, that'll happen regardless. It's even more when it's the Cowboys. The reaction in America is stronger when it's the Cowboys. 
They look bad tonight and lose to Tampa. Oh, Mike McCarthy. Gallagher's chubby brother from another mother. Smashing fruit. Yeah, they he's on the hot seat. They're bad. Can't do it. If they win tonight, Dallas fans will all be booking their trips to the Super Bowl. Overreaction Central. Across America. Why are they America's teams? They shouldn't be America's teams. Just, they are. Who cares? Let them have it. What does it matter? Reaction Central. ESPN1420.com. Uh, at B underscore Leger 23 on Twitter. In terms of the season kicking off tonight, asking for bowl predictions, he says, Matthew Stafford will get it done. Okay. All right. I got I got more on Stafford coming up a little later. Got more on Mr. Matthew Stafford. When we talk about the QBs that are under the most pressure to perform in 2021. In fact, when we come back, we're digging in. The five quarterbacks, with a few honorable mentions, who are under the most pressure to perform in 2021. I got my list. Norm will be in soon. Mr. Locke will have his as well. We're making predictions. Give us yours. Hit me up, Scott at ESPN 1420 or at ESPN 1420. That's the handle on Twitter. Or give us a call. Phone line's open, 337-269-1077. Finally, the NFL is here. Oh, boy. Download the DraftKings Fantasy app. Get a chance to win the million-dollar prize. If you're a first-time user and you put in the code 1420 when you download the DraftKings Fantasy app, boom! Draft your team. You could play just tonight's game. You could do week one entirely. Draft your team, stay under the cap, see you stack up against the competition. Add a little extra pleasure to your viewing experience. I'm Scott Prather. It's the Great Scott Show. Is there a former MVP in my top five in terms of players under most pressure in 2021 at the quarterback position? Uh, indeed, there is. Find out who next. It's great, Scott. You don't go anywhere. It is time to party. It is time to celebrate because finally the NFL is back. And DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL, has millions of reasons why you should be excited. To kick off the football season, DraftKings is giving new customers a free 
a $1 million top prize with a total of $4 million up for grabs for this Thursday's opener. Getting in on Thursday night's single game showdown is easy. You draft six players from the season opener, stay under their salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. So head to the app now. Feel the NFL action like never before. A free shot at a million dollar payday. That's it. Download the DraftKings app now and do this for me, guys. Use code 1420. That's right, code 1420. This week, new customers can get a free shot at a $1 million top prize and $4 million in total prizes. Enter code 1420 to get a free shot at the $1 million top prize with your first deposit. That's code 1420 only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Welcome back into the great sky. Ah, we made it. Football's here. It's been a long wait. NFL football, I should say. Norman Locke. If you if you had an unofficial PhD in something, what would it be? Fruit tasting. <laughs> Not fruit smashing like Mike McCarthy or Gallagher? No, no, no. no. Fruit tasting. Okay, fruit tasting. Connoisseur of the fruit. All right. I'm not going to call you Dr. Fruit because, no. I don't know, it just doesn't, <laughs> just doesn't work. Call me Dr. Orange Peel. Um, Top-selling NFL jerseys for fanatics just, just in like the last 40 days. Last 40 days. I saw... Mac Jones is is skyrocketed ever since he's been named the starter of the number two. That high? This is since August first. Yeah. Wow. Mac okay. Jones is number two. Hey, Mac and cheese. Tom Brady is three. Who do you think four is? Mm, Russell Wilson. Also a rookie. Oh. Um. Trevor Lawrence. Be Justin Fields. Oh, okay. All right. They're not feeling Trevor. <laughs> it's also a Chicago Jacksonville thing as well. Yeah. Bears, Bears, like they always have a player every year, top 10 jersey sales. Last year was the first year in like, I don't know, a long time that there wasn't one inside of the top 10. But for the last few years prior to this past season, it was Khalil Mack. But they, they always seem to have a guy there. Mahomes is fifth. Who do you think number one is? Number one, if Mahomes is fifth. This is just since August 1st. Just since August 1st. Brady's third, Fields is fourth. This isn't like the whole last year. Who who else is left? 
He's getting a Rogers. lot of love right now. This team is getting a lot of love. Trendy pick, sexy pick to win it all this year. I don't know. You 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 slandered this man for a while before you finally I do admit, you know what? He's pretty dang good. Oh, um, Josh Allen. That's right. Mr. Josh Allen. Now. Forgot they love him up there. Sig- segues into the first discussion I want to have with you, and that is top five quarterbacks facing the most pressure in 2021. Okay. Now, some may have Allen on the list because the reasons we just said, like, when you get built up as much as he is right now, there's really nowhere to go but down. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he has to meet those expectations or he just got this giant contract. Now, for the record, I don't have him on my list. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm not, I don't, got I don't him have him on my list. Uh, not, but, Josh, not yet. Not yet. But, but I do sort of, I, I get, I can, I can at least understand that argument a little bit. Like, you know what? You really, like, w- when you get built up that much, how do you go up from there? Unless it's, well, you win a Super Bowl. You know, you play great. Many people feel like the Bills will be really good this year, and Allen will be, even if he's as good as he was last year, that 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 might be good enough. But anything less than that, we'll see. But, but you know, we, we invite some, uh, some listeners to participate as well. Now, you don't need to give Norm and I your top five, but if it's number one on your list, you can. Okay. Uh, two six nine ten seventy seven QBs under the most pressure. I have a few honorable mentions. I have a top five. Norm's got some stuff as well. Let's head to the phone lines first. Two six nine ten seventy seven. Good morning. Welcome into the show. Hello. What's up, guys? This is Phil from Kansas. Hey, what's up? Uh, tomorrow. How about them Cowboys? Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys. I don't think they win tonight, but go Cowboys. I mean, they're not. Oh, I, they're not <laughs> I don't think they're going to win, but go Cowboys. I like. I like. Yeah, I like. Yeah, it. absolutely. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I mean, it's, um, I mean, everything's stacked against them. It just is. But I mean, uh, what's your thoughts on? I mean, I know my boy over there is a Cowboy fan. How about them Cowboys? Yeah, yeah boss. That slaps different boss. after they lose, though. I'm just telling you. It doesn't. Oh, it, it, <laughs> oh not it, for me. It does. <laughs> Just wait till you come in here the day they're eliminated. I'm blasting that over and over. It doesn't happen. So he asked you. He asked you your thoughts. Don't we ask you your thoughts on tonight's game well, between America's team and America's quarterback? I know it's it's it's, it's crazy. Um, truly, I, think, I, think I just be... I just want to see how healthy Dak Prescott is. Um, right. I want to see any changes on the defensive side of football. But I, I truly don't think the Cowboys win this game, though. I, I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yeah, is just too stacked. It's, the defense is too good. Uh, that's, that's, that's my thing. I want to see how this guy looks and how the, how the defense looks. I mean, I think we'll score. Yeah, I know I we'll, we'll score. score. I just don't think we'll Ooh, score enough to win. Low expectations. <laughs> yeah. I think we'll score. Yeah, I know we'll score. Yeah, shut out here. <laughs> Oh, no. I'm thinking like 28 to 21, something like that in that fashion. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said, 28 20. What, uh, what's your thoughts on the LSU and Magnese? I mean, I know LSU is supposed to win, but better win, but it's kind of interesting with, you know, Ogeron on Suns playing quarterback, and I think they have a coach at Magnese that played at LSU. I just hope. I, I hope. My, my thoughts you, is. Yeah. is uh, LSU better win by at least 25, 30 points. 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be hard to really draw any conclusions from the game. I mean, unless LSU yeah. looks bad for a big bulk of it. Um, right. You know, the story is kind of O and his kids, but, you know, the shine of O is gone right now. So it's it's you, you can't really – you know, LSU's got a few weeks where if they don't have Nussmeyer getting snaps in the second half because they're up by a lot, then they did something wrong the next few weeks. Yeah. So. Um, it's hard to really draw, you know, strong conclusions from from this week's game uh, in Baton Rouge. Right, and just one last thing: I think Baker Mayfield is under the most pressure mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. year. I, I just I got him pretty high on my list and, too. And I like him. I mean, I, I got some shockers. But I, 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 I'm on my fantasy, so uh, maybe I shouldn't be start Ezekiel Elliott tonight. Though. I'm on my fantasy team. <laughs> I'm, I'm debating between uh, I got Ezekiel Elliott, Joe Mixon, uh, somebody else. I got Zeke. Run Zeke. Zeke, care. Zeke, Zeke. No offense, I don't. I don't care yeah, about anyone's fantasy I know, yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't care. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, don't care. care. Yeah, I don't. Zeke. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, I appreciate the call, Phil. You have a great day, my friend. Enjoy the game tonight. Have a good day. The listener league is real competitive. You have some creative names. My name is Lake Minnetonka Crawfish. Yeah, it's different. I want to say I don't care, but when it comes to names, I kind of do. You care. I kind of do. I got to do. I got to do. Do you get the reference? Um, No, explain it to me. In Prince Purple Rain, he told the lady, Oh, you got to purify yourself in Lake Minnetonka. (laughs) (laughs) And then Dave Chappelle did the skit on it. That's where I really put it. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) He went and made his pancakes. (laughs) Prince, man, one of the, one of the, and just one know Charlie has one of the worst teams in the league. I don't know how Charlie drafted his bag. Charlie drafted three young quarterbacks. Charlie drafted Jalen Hurts, Mac Jones, and Trevor Lawrence. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I don't want to know about anyone's fantasy team. The over-under tonight is 51 and a half. Um... Last year, going into week one, I was thinking, man, take the under because, you know, um, a lot of teams will be, ru- oh, no, t- you know, a lot of teams will be rusty. It'll take a little while. And I think like every game went over. So we'll see what happens this year. Last year, of course, I, I thought every team would be rusty because of COVID, no preseason games and the like. The Bucks are an eight and a half point favorite. I'll take the over and I'll take, um, I'll take the line. The eight and a half, I'll take it. I'm a betting man. Are going to be really good this year. The really Bucks good. are not winning the Super Bowl, but Norm and I will make our predictions. I know you've already made yours. Well, last year we saved it. We compared it at the end of the season, and it turned out we were pretty much like neck and neck. I think I won, though. No, you did. No, you did. <laughs> and I like saved it all. So I'm gonna I'm gonna save it all, and we will compare. Uh, you did not win. Um, I mean, it, it's it's you know the formula is just we got to come up with a scoring formula too, right? You get okay. a point for each division pick and wild card pick, and then you get extra points if you you get the Super Bowl matchup. Right? Okay, we could do that. We could do that. All right, under pressure. Let me um, let me give you a few honorable mentions I have before okay. I get into my top five. I believe that. 
one, Daniel Jones is he should be on this list on at least honorable mention. He's really close to being on the list because you're messing up my list. He threw ten touchdowns last year. You're messing up my list. Guys. Ten. That's it. He's in New York. It's been a few years. It is time. The other guy I have is honorable mention. I, I didn't I didn't actually think that if you had told me a few months ago I would even be thinking about it, but I've got two attack of a low, and here's why. Allegedly, word you love to use, the Dolphins reportedly are had you know trying to trade for a guy that might not even play again in the NFL. What does that tell you about Tua? And reportedly, Houston wouldn't even looking to get Tua back in a potential deal. They just wanted other things and picks. Like, what? That's telling to me. And so that's pressure. Fitzpatrick isn't there this year. You don't sort of have that that net of and, and and on top of that, the Dolphins are good. I mean, they're really talented everywhere. They they won ten games last year. Not quite on my list. Just on the outside. That's a few honorable mentions I have, Norm. Is there anybody that's not in your top five, but just, just almost? No, because my top five, no under them. Because the, the seat is hot. they under pressure. And I'm looking. Under I'm, pressure. I'm under the microscope every day with these top five quarterbacks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Who's number five for you? Number five for me, I'm putting Baker Mayfield at five. Okay. Now, Baker, everybody wants to be like, oh, you know, it's make a break year for Baker. It is for Baker when it comes to getting the most money, but he's still going to get paid. He's going to get paid somewhere, somebody. And I still think 90% of chance it's going to be the Browns. Now, whether or not it's going to be a, a market-setting contract, probably not if they don't do really well. But he's definitely going to get extended. Uh, so I got Baker Mayfield at five. At four, All right, I, I I'll go. My number five, Jameis Winston. Okay, okay, okay. We've said it. I, I've said it almost ad nauseum. You never want to be the guy replacing the legend. You want to no. be the guy replacing the guy that replaced the legend. So right out the gate, you're replacing a legend. That all you out there are like, yeah, but I get it. I mean, it, it, it's it. I can't expect this. Let me tell you something. If he throws a pick late in the game and you lose. You're going to be in your feelings and you're going to forget that you were trying to be objective. You're going to you're going to be mad, especially if it's a a Winston type of interception. And on a serious note, you know, I, I love what Jameis is doing in terms of investing and, and what he's done since the hurricane and, and all that he's putting into the community. You'd be somewhere that, else. That's, <laughs> that's no, but I mean that's that's like that's a there's, that's an area looking for a big lift from the football team. There's there's some more pressure right there. You know, on a serious note, he's on a prove-it deal. This is a one-year deal. This this feels like his last – if he can't produce at a, at a good, strong level with Sean Payton and the Saints and sort of how they're regarded around the league, that's probably it for him in terms of being a starter. Um, those are why I have him number five on my list. I got Daniel Jones number four. Okay. One, I don't know why anyone thought uh, in this age of football, a quarterback coming out of Duke was a good idea to put on your football team. But, A, I, I can't blame them. They hired Jason Garrett. <laughs> so it's just something in that organization that just can't get right. They kept Eli Manning. 
X amount of years too long. They could have had a quarterback, but they drafted Saquon Barkley. It's a lot of wrong things that's been going on with the Giants organization, but Danny Dimes is on the clock. This is it. Sit. This is it. Number four for me, a former league MVP, Lamar Jackson. NFL players in a poll a year ago ranked him as the number one player in the league. This year, 23rd. He fell 23 spots. T.Y. Hilton turned down the Ravens in free agency. Juju Smith-Suster said, you know, I think I might take less than stay in Pittsburgh. And Steelers fans were like, oh, it's because he just hates Baltimore. Uh, I think it might be for other reasons. You're a tight end. As Mark Andrews showed, you can get paid playing with Lamar. Receiver, it's kind of this weird juxtaposition that you get into of, well, receive, he needs more receivers. But then you see some receivers say, I'd rather go somewhere else and play. The interceptions were up last year. He hasn't hit that huge payday yet. And he's a, he's a league MVP. It's crazy he's done as much as he has already in the league at his age. Um, fair or not, major pressure for Lamar. He's number four on my list. Three, I'm going with an old hometown favorite, Teddy Bridgewater. This is Teddy Bridgewater's last chance as a starting quarterback in the NFL. He's had a chance with the Vikings. We are, we know that he had to go through injuries. He had a chance with the New Orleans Saints. An injury. An injury. A really, really serious injury. He had a chance with the Carolina Panthers. Now he's with the Denver Broncos. This is Teddy Bridgewater's last chance as a starting quarterback in the NFL. He, he Last chance to get an extended payday. This is the last chance for everything for Teddy Bridgewater. He's number three on my list. Okay. All right. I have one... Uh... Matthew Stafford at number three. He's never won a playoff game. No. Oh, Stafford's a future Hall of Famer. He's been to one Pro Bowl. The Rams are very top-heavy, but when you look at the top of the roster, they're stacked. Sure, maybe they don't have a lot of depth, but the top of that roster, they are stacked. If the O-line struggles, I, I don't... Okay, whatever. You can come up with an excuse later. The reality is, I, I see all these articles crowning. We had a listener this morning tweet us and, uh, and give it to us, guys, at ESPN 1420, bold predictions. right? Said I, He said, uh, Brandon Leggy on Twitter says, Rams with Stafford will get it done. Okay. I'm assuming he means get it done by his and win the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, there, This is, I think there's big pressure on Matt Stafford because everyone just assumed, oh, Jared Goff was the issue, even though he won a lot of games. Put Stafford in there and everything's fixed. We're going to find out. Uh, that Stafford's the my number two for all the reasons that you just said. Stafford, I hate to say it, you're the Kimber Walker of the NFL. You can't win. You're supposed to be the veteran. You're supposed to be the leader. You're supposed to be able to do everything. You go to all these teams with all these good players, but you can't win. Well, he's he's on a good team now. We'll he's on a good team now. Well, with I mean, good players. He doesn't Calvin, have that. Calvin Johnson yeah. made it to the Hall of Fame in in his tender, and he retired early because he was in Detroit. <laughs> it, so Stafford, it, out of excuses with me, bro. Here, here, here's the weird thing about Stafford because he kind of has had that. If he had just stayed in Detroit his whole career, some like you would say, "I don't want to hear it." You know, he probably shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. But there would be a large contingent that would be like. He was just with the Lions the whole yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, I would, like now, you said, I would feel sorry for him. If but, he, and now, but see, now that's gone. See, if he played 20 years with the Lions, gave it his all. 15, 16 years, it's like. 
It's cool. Like, I understand. Every, correct. And I understand. Now, now that's gone. So now you go from like, man, shaded. I feel bad for him. Like it wasn't. He had this sort of this. He would have got that Archie Manny pass. The like, safety. Well, he's better than Archie. No, Manny. but the pass to everybody. I mean, Archie Manny was never the greatest quarterback, but everybody loves him. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he played on his tender. Yeah. He did what he he had to do. They would look at stats and be like, oh, well, Stafford's did all of this. and he, But that's gone now. Now that he's in L.A., now there's this expectation that, it, it, rather than an excuse, that it kind of always been there for him. And um, I don't know, man. That's It's done. You stay in Detroit, you got to have that. Now, if you struggle, got to get it done. You don't get it done. I think he's going to be okay, but I don't think they're winning the Super Bowl. Like I think it's going to be a thing where they're like, yeah, he played good. But whatever. My number one quarterback Wait, under pressure. I got I got number two. Oh, okay. Because you had Stafford. Yeah. I got Carson Wentz at two. Uh, okay. Four years ago, he was in the mix for NFL MVP. Got hurt. Eagles won the Super Bowl without him. Injuries. He's been hurt since high school. Don't tell Dan Orlowski. He's going to block He's back him. with Frank Reich on a team that has talent. On a team that feels like, look, we're in this division. We're expected to win here. And... um uh, some people feel like he didn't even deserve this slot. Whatever. I, I, I get why Frank Reich would say, I, mean, I just need to get back with this guy. If he, I, can, I, can, I get why he would talk himself into it. Because nobody else was going to be the quarterback. This is it. <laughs> this is it for Carson Wentz. This is it. Who was the quarterback? I mean, Phillip Rivers retires. That's Carson Wentz is your best option. <laughs> Going back and looking through a, this is the other free agent quarterbacks, but I'm, I'm with you. Carson Wentz is under pressure, but I'm not even putting him on my list because I've I've given Carson with so much smoke, so it's not even. Darren Orlowski blocked me because I, I I don't know why he has he loves him so much. All right, who's your number one? Lamar Jackson. It, it, okay. He's he's under the most pressure. He like you say he's won an MVP. He's broke a bunch of records, but he might be last to get the new deal. Baker might get the deal before him. And you know Stephen A came out yesterday and said something that I, I just agree with. You can be an elite player, but that doesn't make you an elite quarterback. And, you know, that's just one thing that Lamar has to show. Now, I do think that he's been given the short end of the stick in receiver talent of all the other quarterbacks. Well, Josh Allen, they went and got Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley. And then you got Baker Mayfield with Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry. Then you look at Lamar Jackson and say, who? 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 Who's he throwing the ball to? So, you know, he's under immense pressure, but... Hey man, I I wouldn't mind seeing them leave Baltimore. To be honest, what did you say? You can be an elite player and not be an elite quarterback. Isn't that what you said about Taysom Hill a bunch of times? Yeah, I said that he was the best, one of the best punt gunners I've seen in a long time. Elite, elite. Seen it on a tape. Taysom's reportedly lining up all over the field in practice this week, except under center. Yeah, he's a power back now. Robert Latavius Murray, power back. Over five, under five touchdowns five for Taysom Hill. This season? This season. Five rushing touchdowns. Power back. Last year, three? Three. He, he passed that with ease. Power back season. Where he's, where he's, <laughs> yeah. H-back? That's where he should be. Tight end, H-back. Wide receiver, H-back. That's where, that's where he should be. Long snapper. Anything but that man throwing the, the football. If the long snapper got hurt, that's probably <laughs> they'd use. Um, I got Baker Mayfield number one. Okay. Cleveland has the biggest expectations they've had since 1988 entering the season. The team has a lot of talent. He has not signed that big extension yet. And he's just a lightning rod, you know? Like, Lamar gets a lot of attention for various reasons, but he's he doesn't 
welcome it. He just takes it on because it comes with the job. He's but don't you love that attitude? He's kind of quiet. I know. I oh, you talking about Baker? Yeah, no, Baker. Baker. Baker's like bring it on. No, no, he's, he's a lovable. He's, dude. He's, he's, yeah, I'll agree with one of those two things. <laughs> um, no, Baker's number one on the list for me. Um, I don't know, man. It's like it. Cleveland is in this spot. Where He's the best they've had, they've gone into seasons where they, you know, they had a ten and six year. They missed out on the playoffs with like Derek Anderson and Braylon Edwards, and there was there were some expectations the next year. Don't get me wrong, but like when they when Cleveland Cleveland the next season, it's not like anyone was like shocked. It's like yeah, okay. If, if Cleveland were to to just Cleveland it up this season, and he was the biggest reason why. This city and franchise that loves him, I don't think would ever forgive him. I, it would, it would turn. They would turn on him in a second if he's the reason. I truly think right now, if he retired, Baker Mayfield retired, he's a top three quarterback in Browns franchise history, and, and in lovability, no, he's he's for sure uh, you, top. You said, you said right now. I'm talking about how quickly it could all evaporate this season uh, if some he goes odd, out and stinks. For some odd reason, I think Odell will get the blame. I I, I just really feel like Cleveland. Is going to latch on itself to Baker no matter what, Scott. No matter how mediocre he plays. He will bring the ship down with him then. Bringing it down with him, I still think they pay him. That's, that's the ultimate. How much pressure are, are you under if you can underperform and still get paid? That's just how I feel with Baker. Lamar goes out there and stank it up. He ain't getting no contract. Tell you what, Baker man. goes out there and just be Baker. He's going to get paid. Baker... Baker plays bad, bad things happen. I think there's a lot of pressure on him. I mean, look, oh, the we, 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 we both had him in our top five. Yeah, I just yeah. had him where our one and four was flopped. We had, you know, a couple of different players. I just but. feel like he still gets a contract. I, you know, I just, I just feel like he's still going to get paid. He's the, if Cleveland moves on from Baker, right, unless they're, like, terrible, like, win four games terrible, who are they going to replace him that with? That would be so funny. I don't know, draft a guy, sign of old veteran, anything. Just say, all we need is a game manager. Look how stacked our roster is. We don't need this guy going out there slinging interceptions and getting mad about something Baker's Rex Ryan glue. said. Baker's the glue. I've been watching on social media, eating dinners together. Baker's hey, look, the glue. I, glue. His teammates, wherever he goes, do love him. Like, love I, can't, him. I can't deny that. There, There is... There's something to that. Like when you He's when you have that kind of attitude and and but you you that that tells you a lot about a player. And so I'll I'll say that like they'll they'll go to bat for him. I mean they all they all seem to love he's, him. He's the jock in the movie that that helps up the nerd. You know that don't happen a lot in the in the football movies. But he's the jock. He's the lovable jock, man. Lovable jock. He's the lovable jock. What nerds is he helping? Jarvis Landry. Landry's not. Landry's that dude. No. Uh, but you just don't like Jarvis because he likes country music? No, 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 no. I'm just saying, if you look up Landry's stats, I mean, he's been a super average receiver. He got paid a lot of money, but he's, he's not been super a... Super average? Scott, I'm just telling you, look, I peep the stats. Super go average? Up, go look up the stats. I- I'll just pull the Norman Locke line. I'll just believe my eyes. Believe- <laughs> I'll just believe my eyes. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, sleeper team in the NFL this season. Doesn't mean necessarily that they'll even be in our our, our picks. We got uh, 
Of course, we get a call right when we're going into the break. If uh, lines are lit up when we come back, we'll take that as well. Your number one quarterback under the most pressure this year. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back right after this. Welcome back into the Greg Scott Show. Phone lines are open, 269-1077. That is Norman Locke, host of the Lock-In, sitting across from me. I'm Scott Prather. Next hour, we'll go through our picks, division winners, wild cards, Super Bowl predictions. You've already, like, had yours ironed out for a while. I'm still, like, flip-flopping now see till the final hour we're gonna get to the phone lines in just a i second. flip-flop on i, I had a, a different list but i flip-flopped on two teams but it's okay i mean ravens lost two running backs so i had to might be getting old murray yeah hey man so he can slouch through there like he's running through sand don't do it don't do it he was just see you new orleans saints fans see you cut the man nfl players get paid on tuesday you cut them on payday <laughs> cut you, you cut them on payday it was tough. It was it, if how you ask somebody to give money back when this payday. It was it was uh, it was <laughs> rough timing, but boy, they up. needed corner. And well, that's tough, Scott. ESPN fourteen twenty, ESPN fourteen twenty dot com, and the ESPN fourteen twenty app. Hello. Yes, uh, my list of um, quarterbacks, you know, facing the most pressure. All the black quarterbacks in the NFL, including Tua that they're facing the most pressure. I'm hearing people saying Mahomes should throw for 6,000 this year. Come on. You know, I'm, I'm hearing crazy things. Uh, Watson's not playing. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, he's garbage. Um, he's a professional. Give him a screw. He's not under pressure. Winston. Wait, what? I mean, you think Tyrod Taylor's under pressure? He's a professional Houston? backup. Love to ride. He's a good guy. Well, yeah. He's, like I said, he's under pressure for next year. He's going to get a, he's gonna be in the league next year. You know, he has to he has to perform regardless if that team is not trying to win a, a what. Gerard Taylor is going to have like a 15-year career. As a, as a professional. Mostly yeah. as a backup. Yeah. He spent his first four years. I mean, he spent his first four years as a backup with the Ravens. For those that are curious, the um, the bet, passing yardage over under at bet MGM for Patrick Mahomes is 5,025 and a half. Seems reasonable. Well, I'm hearing, okay, so that's the betting numbers, but I'm hearing he should throw for six. I'm hearing Tom Brady's going to throw over 55 touchdowns and they're going to go, like, like, I, I know, I know it's over. I know it's hot takes. That's, 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 that's yep. it's clickbait now. season. But, 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 hold on, but let me go back to something. Not, not what I said. I was a uh, tongue in cheek, but I think Scott, for the first time, I think, I don't know if it's going to be this year or soon. I think we might see a, a receiver get over 2,000 yards in the season. 
That has never happened. I know Calvin Johnson. Um, he was a, he was close. He had nineteen hundred, I think, yeah. something like that. Just crazy. Uh, I know Jerry Rice had eighteen something. But yeah, I, I would I, I would love to see that two thousand. I know it's not going to be. If Calvin Johnson can get 1,964 in a 16-game season, and that was nine years ago, somebody can somebody can I'm gonna get disagree. Them. Yeah. I'm going to disagree. I don't think there's a receiver as good Seven, as Calvin Johnson in the league right now. 17, that get 17 games, though. Just. If I can see someone like uh, Josh Allen getting the ball to uh, dig like that, I can could, I could see – uh, some receivers that can get up there. But. I think, I think, I think, uh, I think, yeah, but it's, it's got to be the right. If, if, if Allen and Diggs were like in a dome, I'd be like, boom, it probably happened this year. I do think late in the season, that's tough to do in Buffalo. Yes. Yeah, um, it has to be a combination of a lot of, a lot of, but, things. but just, look, it, whether it's, it may not be this year, but at some point, I agree with you. I mean, it, it, this weird thing, like, how, like whenever the NFL went from 14 to 16 games, they didn't really like change any of the record books. They just when people started breaking them, which happened right away, they just started saying, "All right, they broke the record." And then now, every now and then, when you look at an old one, there might be a small asterisk for like some of the big ones, like it was only a fourteen game season, or whatever. But you don't see that much. Like when someone breaks it, are we just going to see asterisks everywhere? Like, okay, you know, if someone finally breaks a record, are they just going to have the top ten best, you know, single season this? And they have number one, and then two through ten all have an asterisk next to it. It just, I don't know, man. The seventeen game thing, from a record standpoint, is um, we're going to just start seeing a lot of these offensive records just, you know, collapse. I think the sack record to go twenty two okay. and a half for like for Strahan. Really twenty one and a half. We all know I think Brett Favre just is, gave is him more that. attainable than wide receiver getting two thousand yards. So it's still that. It's still twenty two and a half. Twenty-two okay. and a half, Strahan, oh one. Whenever uh, old old Favre took the fall, the Marcus got close. Maybe T.J. Uh, Watt. Uh, and, and look, man, what, what's that? That is sad, man. That, see, see, that's why I can't. That's, that's why I can never root for an organization like that. Man. I always held something against them and, and stuff like that. About you, you about know, not guaranteeing man. money after the first year. No, see, some of that with Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's not cool. Hey, that, that to me, I, I don't. I think. You got to take care of your players, man. I they didn't take care of, of of Le'Veon Bell, so I I I'm, I, I don't even care. Back. Like I'm, ta- I'm taking that's a running back. Look, look at Le'Veon Bell. No, now. no, like no, said, no. Okay. You got to look at the facts. The facts are Le'Veon. Since then, the Pittsburgh has won less games in a four year stretch. They have went through a staple of multiple running backs. They just drafted another one in the first round this year. So okay. essentially, they've they've gone backwards. They've gotten their team has gotten worse and since what, Le'Veon and what, has and left. What has he done? He's and won a Super he Bowl and got done. paid. That's the t- that's, uh, but okay. Doug, we, what has he done we, in terms we, of his we, production on the we, field? We, we, okay, we he went to the Jets. What has the Jets done as a team? He went to a bad well, team, but, but, but like, what did but he do? He didn't do anything. What did the Jets do? James Conner had a great season in 2018, by the way. Okay, I know. And he's gone. Yeah, yeah, but he's done, my that point was one is, season. My point is, he has done more than Le'Veon Bell in the last few years. That's not true. He he would have got resigned by Pittsburgh. Not at this point. Not at this point. So you take one year in 2018. Scott I'm taking. Says, I'm taking all of what Connor's done since then, and all of what Bell's done since then. Statistically, Connor has been better than Bell. He's been a better player. No, I mean, Scott, y'all know I'm pro player, man. Only thing Le'Veon Bell has done is just get paid. That's the only thing he has done. 
That was his goal. I ain't that what T.J. Watt wants no, to no, do? No, no, that's fine. No, and good for him. But but to Jay's, it's about the Steelers' decision. Did they make the right or wrong decision? And you guys don't agree on it, but he's focusing more on the Steelers' decision to not pay that guy. Well, I'm just saying the Steelers' decision because they did it with Bell. And, I and I mean, you got guys like Big Ben was quiet during contract negotiations with Le'Veon Bell, but then wants to step Everybody up and, around, and talk man. for... It wasn't just Roethlisberger. A lot of players on the team were were not. That was, you know. But I'm were, just. Were not I'm giving Bell. the smoke to the quarterback. The quarterback, if that's supposed to be a running back for four years, you want over ten games a season from smoke, the, the four year tender smoke. that that Le'Veon Bell was there. You can't. Yeah. You can't speak up. But you speak up for T.J. Watt. I mean that that's something. That I mean that was something going on in the locker room that you weren't there. Uh, that that we don't know about. So who knows what's that about? So I mean, I, all could have been. Antonio Brown I left, won a Super Bowl. Like, hey, Le'Veon Bell left, won a Super Bowl. Say Le'Veon Bell left, won a Super Bowl. Antonio Brown left, won a Super Bowl. All right, right. So let's see what he does for the uh, Ravens if he uh, if he gets off the practice squad. Uh, it's five years later. Uh, it's five years later. <laughs> it's five years later. <laughs> it's five years later. Wait, he's still in the league, though. I'm not talking about uh, what. Yeah, but I mean, he's five, it's five years later from his prime. When we was talking about contract negotiations, we're talking about a running back in his prime versus five years later. I don't, I don't expect him to do a damn thing prime. with, with, with the know. Ravens. But in 2018, Le'Veon was in his prime. Well, you were just talking about James Conner saying, "Oh, he's not in the league right now." No, I didn't say DJ James Conner is not in the league right now. I just say he's a, he's a backup. He didn't get resigned by Pittsburgh, and his, he had one good year at Pittsburgh. I mean, I hate to say it, he had cancer. So, I mean, you can't, you're not going to invest into a, a running back a in the there. NFL yeah, that one season. 2018, he was yeah, good. That, and we're in 2021. <laughs> he was good. You don't think he had any other good years? No, he's injury-ridden. He's had Sorry. more good years since Bell left than Bell has. Correct, but we would never, ever put Connor on a list with, uh, with Bell. I'm not suggesting he should have gotten paid. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying that if I'm the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2018 – I'm keeping Le'Veon and keeping my championship window open rather than go with We got a roll. No one's agreeing. We'll be right back after this as we dig in. Sleeper teams, predictions, and more. Don't go anywhere. Hello, everybody. Welcome into the Great Scott Show, the Great Sports Callers Open Think Tank. Scott Prather, Norman Locke coming at you on a Thursday. Football is your weather forecast today. Partly cloudy, less humid, high of 90. I mean, 90 is not cool, but when that's the high, that's in, in early September, I'll take it. Tonight, partly cloudy, cooler. The low tonight is 63 degrees. That's going to feel good. What is happening? The weather machine. Tell you what. it's It runs by Wi-Fi. <laughs> it works for my Roku. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, that's normal. Like I'm Scott Prather. 269-1077 if you want to give us any predictions. Quarterback under the most pressure. Uh, and we are going to go through our NFL predictions. So let me make sure that I... Save it on paper. Yeah, see, I, Lynn has written some of his on this notebook that I have here in the studio. 
we will enshrine it after it it's uh, <laughs> null and void. <laughs> All right. Some wild takes in here. <laughs> I mean, that thing, it, it, what, is that from like... I don't even know who Notebooks this this is, but it's. I'm glad he had it. All right. We're going to take one quick phone call, and then we're going to start giving our picks. ESPN 1420, good morning. Hello. Morning, fellas. How y'all doing, man? Mm-hmm. Hey, so I just want to chime in on the Le'Veon Bell thing right quick. I understand on both of the last caller and y'all argument on it. I do think this, and I, I respect everybody's opinion. I think um, Le'Veon Bell, I think the Pittsburgh should have signed him back. I think he was a product of their great offensive line that they had at the time um, because other running backs showed it as well. He did go to a team that the Jets that was sorry, and look who was the head coach. Nobody ever performed underneath Gates, Adam Gates, ever. Even Tannehill looked good without him, you know. Now, he won a championship. He got his money. I just look at it this way. I believe he's going to do okay with the uh, Ravens. I don't see the um, Pittsburgh Steelers Ravens um, or Le'Veon Bell coming out. I think, he, I think he's in a better situation. I think if they use him in his, um, in his strengths, like in the pass game and so on, I think he can be very productive. But I just think Pittsburgh made a bad choice of not signing him. Um, back for that deal. I think he was worth it. He fit their system, their chemistry, and everything. That's how I look at the Le'Veon Bell thing. I think he's going to be all right, though, um, being with the Ravens. And he already off the practice squad. So I think he's going to get some good touches. It depends how they use him. And you know the quarterback there is not an accurate throw, but a powerful arm and loves to run first. So I think he's going to be all right with the Ravens. So that's just my opinion. Thank you. And thank you for keeping it under a minute. Let's keep this one under a minute. Welcome into the show. Yes. Hey, guys, good morning. Hey, guys, I want to keep it under a minute. Here's what I want to say. Uh, I'm excited about the NFL kicking off tonight. And even though it's the Cowboys and the Bucks, and I'm a Cowboy fan, it could be any one of those teams had they chosen others. So with that said, we've been through a lot with the pandemic and last year and how the season began and yada, yada, yada. But we're a lot further along because we understand a lot about what not to do, where the virus is concerned, et cetera, the fans and everybody. So we all have to participate and help one another out so the games can be played in a safe manner for the fans, for the players, and all parties involved, the media, et cetera. Now, football. Tonight, prediction. I mean, I don't even know if Dak's playing. I hope he's playing with all the craziness before with him in the shoulder. But Tom Brady is the real deal. It doesn't matter. I like Tom. I always did. Tom is a performer. And one thing I know is he's going to bring his A game. And I hope his, his teammates bring theirs. So we're going to find out what we need to fix in Dallas because we got a lot of young recruits. We got a lot of young talents we signed from the – college ranks and i think they're gonna they're gonna help us but later on we gotta see tom test their butts tonight Dak, bring your shoulder and bring everything because it's time for you to earn that money thank you guys your thoughts norm go cowboys and my coach over is (laughs) he's a cowboy fan man hey man be excited i am firing you up um why don't we start with the NFC East. Okay, let's do it. So, I do not want to have all the same picks as you. No, don't 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 but go against I, the grain. But, but but I am not going to use that. All I want to say is, 
regardless of how good or bad these picks are, I will not hide behind them in February. Okay. Will you? Will you? Can you say the same thing? I mean, I, I'm picking. I'm picking straight talent, baby. I'm giving straight facts here. I'm the guru. All right. All right. These are the picks. <laughs> Let's do the NFC right now. Okay. We'll do the AFC in the next segment and eventually work our way to the Super Bowl. Okay. All right. In the NFC East. I need I need my sound effect. I need my sound effect. How about them Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys win the division, Scott. I'm going to go with the Washington football team. We'll go with the Washington you, football you, you're team. You're choosing violence already this Washington morning. Washington football team. Fitz Magic, for the first time, will be a starter on a playoff team. They've got the defense. They were trending upward. They are also my sleeper team because I got you got to have one sleeper team. I got Washington winning the East. They don't even have a name. I'll just leave it at that. Football. It's, there's 32 football teams. Football team. There's only one called football team. We go uh, Washington football team to win the East. With you, Chase Young, beast. He is a beast. Beast. He scored points though. Beast. He might. He might have to. He might have to. <laughs> hey, he, hey, your division winners. Washington football team. Okay. All right, Norm. Who you got in the West? Got the Rams. I got the Rams. Oh, my full NFC East, I got Cowboys, Washington football team, Eagles, Giants. All right. I don't even care about order. I'm just – I've only got division winners and wild card teams. Okay. West, I, I'm, I got the Rams. All right. I'm going to go with the Seattle Seahawks. To okay. The West. Um, got the Seahawks. Not sleeper, but yeah, my wild they, card. they wouldn't. My they wild wouldn't. Card okay. The NFC North, the Green Bay Packers. Packers. What'd you want? The NFC South, I have the Tampa Bay – Buccaneers. Champa Bay. Respect them. They are not going to win the Super Bowl this year. You don't know that. Just ain't going to happen. <laughs> you don't want it to happen. It better not happen. It, 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 teams, it's just, how are you going to repeat in, in today's NFL? Uh, the Patriots really were the last team to do it. The only team to do it this century. They also had some well, shady things. They're one of the few it. teams to, all, to bring back all 22 starters, too, though. Running it back. Sounds great, but each season is a life in and of itself. It's true. And um, I, I I, agree. I get the philosophy of it and everything else, but it's just it's so hard to win the Super Bowl. So repeating, no. But they're going to win the South. So you've got – got to make sure I write down yours you Make well. sure. I got, I got it on wax, and I got it on paper, and I have it on this nice memo book that Lyndon had. All right, so we both have the Bucks. Wild cards. Give me your three wild card teams, Mr. Norm. Okay, first wild card team is going to be the Seattle Seahawks. Okay, my second wild card team is going to be the Minnesota Vikings. Really? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Dalvin Cook, man, last three years, he's he's been a top rusher in the last three seasons, even with an injury-ridden season, I want to say two years ago. But in my last and final Wild card spot. Y'all talk all that trash about the NFC East. Well, guess what? The Washington football team oh. is going to sneak in the that. playoffs. So you actually think, so they're your sleeper team as well. That's my sleeper team as well. Okay. Uh, my wild card teams, I have the 
Rams. Okay. The Niners. Wow. And the Cowboys. Okay. As wild cards. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why do you like? Why, why do you think Washington will have a, a will be that kind of surprise team? Even though they're in the playoffs last year, they were seven and nine. I think I think with them going in the them having a seven and nine season can improve because the quarterback play is going to improve. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is a better quarterback at this moment than Dwayne Haskins. Now we have to see Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, yeah, Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick over a seventeen game season, which we've never saw, but. I do think him combined with that defense is good enough to win three more games. I don't disagree. Just not going to be three games. It's going to be two games against the Cowboys. So really, the only the only we have different division winners. The only different team we have in terms of being in the playoffs and not is I have the Niners and you have the Vikings. <sighs> Hoping for a little more. Hoping for a little more. I mean, the NFC is pretty much. I mean, the teams are pretty much stacked. I think we got a Super Bowl winner coming out the NFC, but I, you know, we're gonna get into that. AFC predictions next. Then we'll dig into the Super Bowl, and then we will revisit our quarterbacks under the most pressure heading into 2021. And in the final segment, we'll do a little college football. Don't go anywhere. It's ESPN Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. Scott Prather, Norman Locke, dig it in. AFC predictions, Norm. I think for two divisions, maybe three, it's not not a ton of debate to be had. Mine's a different. AFC East. Okay. I got the Bills. Well, yeah, you, you were only doing division winners, so yeah. Yeah, I got that's what Bills. I'm saying. I, I got mean, you know, I mean, the West. I got the Chiefs. Got the Chiefs. I mean, do we need to waste time on it? All right, who do you got in the North? I got the Browns. I got the Browns. I have the Browns. I will take the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. okay. Give me the Ravens. Browns, man. Browns. I, I do have the, the AFC North being the best division in football. Browns are going to somehow screw this up. I don't know why. I just, I really feel it. Browns going brown. Browns are going to screw it up. Going to get a little brown on the thumb. So, how do you handle success for the first time? About to find out with Cleveland. Are they going to Cleveland it up, or are they going to actually see put on their hard hats and get better? The first time, if you ask me, how do I handle success? The first time I'm successful, I handle it humbly. But the second time, I pat myself on the back. You're not the Browns. No, they're not the Browns. Big old heads. Uh, AFC South. Titans. Yeah, even though it's not a good division. I mean, it's not a good division. 
If Carson Wentz can put it together, sure, it's the Colts. If he's going to do what he's done most of his career, it's the Titans. I also think the Titans are vastly overrated. Like if I, I don't, I mean, what's overrated? They won their what, defense, ten games. Their defense is horrible. They won ten games last season. Horrible. I guess they're just overrated. People picking them to go to the Super Bowl oh, or back yeah. to the championship game. Are you going to have a nice little run here and there? But their Who's defense is Who's so these people, bad. Scott? Dude, I mean, who's these people, look at the betting up? lines of Tennessee. Right, now you say betting lines, but who's people? You people, say people obviously placing money on them okay. because otherwise the line wouldn't look like Just that. Trying to see who these people are. Talking about the majority, and unlike you, that gets a few replies on Twitter and lumps everyone together. Why are we talking about the betting going, favorites too? I'm going with going with <laughs> America here. Twitter is America. No, it's not. Twitter is Twitter. <laughs> Twitter is Twitter. Um, okay, so the only difference is the North. I have the Ravens, you have the Browns. I have the Browns. All right, who are your wild cards in the AFC? I have the Raiders, the Patriots, and the Steelers. Okay. Now, I do have a flip-flop. It's the Steelers-Ravens. I think that the AFC North is going to be the most competitive You don't have the Ravens getting into the postseason. Well, that's why I say I have a flip-flop. It's the Steelers or the Ravens. No, you, 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 no there's no flip flop. You got to pick one. It's, it's, I have a personal flip flop because that what is division. That, what, what, what do you even mean? You're picking. I, I think both they're going to have. I think they're going to have the same record. So who is going to be the wild card team? That's why I say I have a flip flop. That doesn't make sense. Pick one. I did. Who? I say the Steelers. Okay. Yeah. When you're saying I have a flip flop, I feel like you're trying to put them both together. No, no. You're I, saying I, yesterday you had Baltimore and today you're okay. Correct. I, I, well, I, you better you better let Lynn say, know. Let Lynn know before kickoff tonight. I have a flip flop. I mean, and that's you just you can't play both of them. I can't play both of them, but I'm just letting everybody know because they're interchangeable. I have I, I I went through and I have uh, all the like records that I think they're going to have too, and I just think that the Ravens and the Steelers end up with the same record, and it's going to come down to a late. In season division, in game division game, and that's going to determine who makes the playoffs. But I do think the AFC North is going to be highly competitive amongst each other, other than the. the I've got the Steelers, and I want to. I want to do something different here. I don't want to just chalk it up and do all this typical things. So my other two wild card teams are the Chargers and the Miami Dolphins. Somebody's been smoking and drinking. Somebody's been. You don't think the Chargers are going to be better this year? I think I think they'll be better, but not enough to get in the playoffs. You think the Dolphins didn't they win ten games last year? Dolphins not making the playoffs. Steelers, Chargers, Dolphins. Mark it down. Put it on wax. Put it on wax, digital, <laughs> loose sleeve, whatever you want. Eight track. I can't wait to recalibrate this. So one point for each correct prediction. Now. Let's decide now. What if your team? What if you you pick the division winner and they don't win the division, but they make it as as a wild card? Do you get a half point for that? No, no points. So this is just straight up scoring system. One point for each correct prediction. Can't wait to smoke you again in this regard. Somebody been smoking and drinking. All right. Now, what about Super Bowl predictions? You get three pit. You get you get two points for that. How about two points if you get a Super Bowl prediction? Three if you pick the Super Bowl winner. Let's do AFC Championship, NFC Championship, and then the. Super All right. Well, I'll I'll do that, but I'm not going to use that as part of the scoring system. Oh man, point shaving. No, we, let's let's just. Okay. It's my show. I'm making the rules. I, no, I, I won't change them. I got Rams you, and Chiefs. You got. 
Wait, in the Super Bowl? I got Rams or Chiefs. I got Rams over the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And you have the Rams beating the Bucks in the in the NFC Championship. Yes, I do. Um I have the Chiefs as well. Now, NFC is tough. Because I could I could the team that I have, I could foresee a scenario where it completely falls apart. I mean, my other scenario is the Cowboys. I mean, I only have two. This is literally only two. Yeah, you don't even have them going into the NFC title game, though. It's because that's my my other scenario. I know you you know you're not big on Marvel, but it's the multiverse. I got multiverse. <laughs> the multiverse. Talking about. It. I was reading Marvel <laughs> comics before you were swimming. Don't read it much anymore, though. So you know about the multiverse? Yes. All right, I'm in the multiverse. It's confusing. It's like, oh wait, Spider Man. You're going to put everyone in there. Like, what is going on here? Correct. Let's, there's let's, there's let's, three let's Jerry stop, Jones. Stop, stop one that. of them has no Super Bowls. Well, and one of them has. And the, they all have plastic <laughs> surgery. How about that? That's true. Um, all right. So you've got Chiefs, Rams, Rams, Rams I, I, over the Chiefs. I don't even. You know, I get. I, I, I had him as a wild card, but Stafford gets the monkey off his back. Aaron Donald gets Stafford entrenched get in the Hall of Fame of, of greatest defensive players line. ever. Jalen Ramsey gets to talk some more. He doesn't need a reason for that. He'll do it anyway. I'll, I'll go. Uh, I got the Chiefs. I'm going to say the Packers. They've been knocking on the door. Who wins? Uh, the Chiefs. See, now that Lynn, that's Lynn scenario. Um, Chiefs win. Now, I could also, honestly... This Aaron Rodgers management thing, if it, You're if the Packers, if the Packers run into a little bit of real adversity, I don't, I don't mean like lose a game here or there. I mean like, all right, they just had a three game losing streak and something's wrong with the offense. It's going to just completely implode because it's going to be players versus management. It's going to make for a nasty culture. It's going to create a big schism. But as long as they're winning, and this is a team that's consistently won 13 games, 12 games, been in the NFC title game, then they will have enough to finally get to the Super Bowl. Then they'll lose in the Super Bowl, and then they'll have a whole offseason of bickering back and forth, and Rodgers will threaten to leave and probably won't, and, you know, uh, sports talk media will get tons of content from it. I'm taking the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Are you about to pick the Rams to win it all? I, I already did. Now, it's, I told you, it's the multiverse. These are the Rams or the Cowboys. Nobody else. Now, or the Saints. in your scenario... Multiverse. Yeah, Saints not even in the multiverse. It's, uh, in your scenario, that would mean, and this was like again with Lennon also yesterday, that the Packers have went to three NFC championships consecutively, making it to a Super Bowl and then losing. Who is to blame at the end of the day? Aaron Rodgers for not getting the job done, or is the blame going to the, to the Green Bay Packers? Blame Rodgers and the Packers for being awesome and being one of the best teams in football. Oh, okay. Oh, so you just the glass half full. I mean, they're winning a lot. Why are you blaming somebody for failures when they've been one of the best teams? Well, because the quarterback have come out and held out the entire offseason and, and put the team through so much. And You're saying if they lose the Super Bowl, who's to blame? I mean, I... I don't know. Because I guess he it would said depend this is the on last who played dance. bad in the actual Super Bowl. Uh, they posted pictures. It, w- it would depend on who played bad in the actual Super Bowl. Oh, that's how you feel? So it wouldn't be a combination of... of, of they, if of they get to the Super Bowl, it means they've done a whole lot of things right. If, if all the weight is on a single game, then it's just really going to be based on that game. That's what the whole reaction will be. I mean, going into this, this Oh, they need a scenario, new defense. Oh, they need this. Or they, they need receivers. Or it's the management's fault. Or it's this fault. I mean... I, well, Scott, I mean... This going into this season, exercise. going into this season, 
the the things that we know is Aaron Rodgers asked for more defenders. Mm-hmm. He asked for his friends, his receivers. He he didn't ask for more money. He asked for his contract to be reworked so he can get let out of his contract this year. So under after those this year. after this year, so under those bases and them making the Super Bowl, I see it as a failure. You went all in on the quarterback. You went all in on doing everything that he wanted. Do you look and at? He possibly will you still say leaves? every? Will you say thirty-one teams will be a complete failure this year? Is that how you're looking at it? No, because every all thirty-one teams don't have all the same expectations. The Jags aren't expecting to win the Super Bowl, Scott. How many? How many teams where if they don't win the Super Bowl are a failure? Are the Cowboys a failure if they don't win the Super Bowl this year? I'll say no. Isn't that the expectation? I'll say, I'll say, I'll say there's, there's five teams. The multiverse? Teams. And all I'll say sudden? there's five teams. <laughs> if they don't win a Super Bowl this season, that it's a failure. Really? And the Packers are, are at the top. Who are the others? The Bucks, because the window with Tom Brady is closing. And they, they went all in on resigning 22 starters. It's Super Bowl or bust for them. It's championship or bust. The Kansas City Chiefs, two back-to-back Super Bowls. Patrick Rollins now one and two. If he goes, if he starts and goes one and two, we start talking that LeBron talk with him. Keep going to the championship and you're losing. Now I'm not going to say that. They were going to have people that are going to say that. Championship or bust. The Browns, they're all in. If the well, you, oh, the Browns are all in, you just said the Browns are all in. The Browns are all in. This team will not. Division, they'll build a statue of the team, team is not going to look the same if they don't win a Super Bowl this season. The defenders, the offense that they have, the depth that they have in multiple positions, you it will not be the same. So much sports debate really on don't. TV. I don't, dude. This I is, don't. yes, you do. I don't. I just, I, I don't, I don't look at from three to six. I'm here. Way. My favorite guys are, are, are on, a, on air at the same time as me. There's, have you ever heard of on demand or recording? I I, I've never seen on demand any, uh, NFL live. All you got to do is they don't put the whole three hour show man. on YouTube, Scott. Three they put the segments. NFL live. Oh, YouTube. Yeah, they put the segments. Oh, Ten minute segments. Goodness. I wish I can get the whole three hours. Goodness, man, complete failures. It is Super Bowl or bust for the Packers. So I'll agree with you. There. And the Chiefs and the Rams. Yeah, and the Bucks. But it's like we're, we're you're you're we're having. You're having these hypothetical debates before we know like all of the details. You get there and you like know most of the details. Three or four players can't play or or COVID or if Rodgers gets hurt in the first quarter. Like there are all these things that like you can't define Rogers define leaves. hypotheticals before things even happen. And three NFC I just, championships. I prefer to work in reality done. instead of a, well, is a the multiverse. Bills, is the Bills losing four Super Bowl straight? Is it great that they went to four? Is it an all-time great team? It was an all-time to, great team, but it's a failure, right? It wasn't all. Yeah, I don't look at it that way. I'm just, I'm just using that as an example. As some no. people are like, oh man, the Bills need to be talked about as one of the greatest teams ever in NFL history. They're the best team. To they went not to four win a, straight. They're the Super best Bowls. team to not win a Super Bowl. But then you got people like Norman. That's a complete failure. That's not a complete failure. I did four straight. What's a complete failure is having a 25 point lead late in the Super Bowl and losing. That's a complete failure. Going to four straight and not winning ESPN one of them. ESPN 14, 20, and die. I mean, disappointment, yes. Coming up short, yes. Complete failure? That's that's just that's absurd. Welcome into the show. Hello. How are you? Good morning. It's old school cowboy fan here. There you go, old school. What's up, old school? You ready for the day? What's going on? It's a beautiful morning this morning, baby. Yes, it is old school. 
Oh yeah, well, I'm waiting. On, I'm 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 waiting on. I can't wait to see him tonight, baby. How you feeling about tonight? Who you got tonight? Who you got winning? Why are y'all screaming? I got the Cowboys tonight. I got the Cowboys. Just give screaming? it to twenty-one. That's all you got to do. Give it to him. Feed him. Feed him. Feed Zeke. Feed Zeke. Feed him tonight. Oh, That's man. all you got to do. He's finally looking slick. He's finally looking slender. You don't want to feed him. You got Fazekeo yes, yes, Elliott. Yes. You want to keep it that way. You don't want to feed him. I want to feed him. Let him carry that ball about twenty, twenty-five times tonight. Get to him. 20, 25 yeah, times. I'm with tonight. you. I'm with you, old school. Yeah, two on the night. Just watch us tonight. Watch 21. That's all I got to say. 21 and number 11. If number 11 can come up with seven or ten tackles, we in business. Appreciate you calling, old school. All right, then. All righty. Hey, there it is. There it is. Finally. Now, you going to respect old school. Old school coming with that pizzazz. He come with that spunk every time. Is that, is, is that just you guys yelling? That's his pizzazz. <laughs> yeah, you, gotta, you, gotta, you know what's so funny? Rodney calls in, disguises himself as him. <laughs> he just calls him like, it was old school cowboy friend. Has he, has he got you before? <laughs> oh, multiple times. <laughs> oh. It better not be him. It better not be ESPN 1420, good morning. Hello? Hello? Turn down your radio. We're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, Norm. What's up? The fun starts tonight. Now, now since Scott is on the air, now I, I got somebody that's probably banking on this one. But you remember all that front running you've been doing? Okay. You an old school cowboy fan all and right. everything? Okay. And I told you it's going to be a long season. It's going to be a long season. And those Saints fans, there's way more of us. Then these y'all few cowboy fans that you've been front running and putting us in the dirt and this and that, and y'all only win, lose four games. I mean, you already got a little wage on that, I believe. You didn't forget. Yeah, I didn't forget. Thing. I didn't forget. I didn't oh, forget. You never collected oh, your wage okay. against Lennon, though, but it's okay. Yeah, I know yeah, how yeah, it goes. Go. I'm talking about the season <laughs> starts tonight. The fun <laughs> starts tonight. That's the my smoke God. starts tonight. So us things can get this season with it. You got to pay your phone bill. You got to pay your phone bill. <laughs> yep. <laughs> got to pay your phone bill. You come talking about the cop, but see, Jared Jones, make sure our phone bill stay on. Pay phone bill. See, you you have money for your phone bill because you took money from Latavius Murray. Pay your phone you go, bill. You go into this, like, character when people start talking about the Cowboys. You got to pay their phone bill. You turn into a different person. It's Norm hitting, sitting here, we're having these you know, reasonable debates, and all of a sudden he's talking like this, yelling about the phone bill. Got to pay your phone bill, man. Old school. I'm going to scream for a while. Old school cowboy fans. They excited. Really? You see how non-cowboy fans are? He said What's that. What's your prediction for tonight's game? 20. I said, what was the, the over-under was 50. 51 and a half. All right, so I got to up my score a little bit. I'm going to say. 32-24. Bucks. Take the under. And take the Bucks. Taking the Bucks. Mm-hmm. But, 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 but. All I want to see from my Cowboys is a healthy Dak Prescott, a healthy Zeke, and a see what this defense look like. If the defense getting cooked by the Bucks, I mean, it is what it is. They got a, they got a great offense. But if they just getting blown up, oh, man. The Cowboys, 
It's just why they're America's team, because they they are a heat magnet. One of two things are going to happen. They're going to lose, and everyone's going to say they're doomed. Mike McCarthy's on the hot seat. They win. Dallas fans will start booking their tickets to the Super Bowl. It'll be <laughs> one game, and that is going to happen. And you could say, oh, that's every fan base. Not like that. Dallas draws that reaction from more than just their fan base. Yes. I, I have my Super Bowl ticket on consignment. No, you don't. I do. No, you don't. I do. No, you don't. I do. No, you don't. <laughs> You're hurting me. All right. So when we come back, got this thing. Let me make sure I save this document right here. Save it. Make sure Put it I on save wax. it. Put it on a T-shirt with Nirvana in the front of it. That's right. Um... 2021 NFL predictions. Boom. There it is. 42 after the hour. Whoop, there it is. Last time the Cowboys were good, that was a hit song. Don't go anywhere. College football talk coming your way next on ESPN 1420. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show, the Great Sports Callers Open Think Tank. UL hosts Nichols State Saturday night at Cajun Field. You've got family uh, McDonald's family fun packs you can get, family four pack that's available. Got free parking, free parking, free general admission parking. Uh, $50 family four-pack. Got alumni tailgating. I was uh, talking with the rest of the media last night to Billy Napier, and he was asked a number of times about thoughts on Cajun Field, what he hopes to see Saturday night from the fans, from the community. So we look forward to seeing as close to full stadium uh, as we can get Saturday night. You know, this will be the first time in over a year that we've actually got a chance to have 100% capacity, to have a full day to tailgate. And uh, I know our people are excited about that. And, uh, you know, I, I would hope that Saturday would be an event, man, in Acadiana that people uh, would come out of the woodworks and show up and enjoy the day and uh, watch our team represent this community. So, I just think, you know, we've been here. This is our fourth year, right? Um, and I, I will tell you this about our administration. They, they work around the clock um, to, and take tremendous pride in creating an experience for the, for the fans on game day. I mean, we've come a long way. And one of the topics of discussion uh, with fans and our conversations in the community has been the parking issue, right? So – 
you know, our administration's listening. We, we've eliminated that burden. It's free parking. So we got a football game at 6 o'clock in Acadiana Saturday night and uh, free parking. So come on. Let's fill this place up. Time for the community to step up. Weather's going to be great. It's going to be great on Saturday. Oh, oh yeah. I'm at my the knees. The forecast on. is like, we're talking like October football weather happening in September. Scott, I said I'm going to have my knees out. Tailgating will be up there. Let's get to the game. You got a great team. And um, I hope that I am pleasantly surprised Saturday night. Surprised by what? The crowd. Oh, okay. Okay. I hope that I'm pleasantly surprised. I, I do know that. Years prior, the student section was a big issue that they was trying to get a lot of participation from the students. I'll tell you this. The football team and the student fan base are now one again. Um, the players interact with the students a lot. A lot of the a lot of the, the student bodies support the players. And I think the, the fans, the student section of the fan base for the Cajuns is going to be packed out for sure, for sure. Do you think that students from outside of the area, maybe even out of state, right, are more likely to go to games because they don't have a home base here to perhaps go see family or go do something else on the weekend. You know, is 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 a student body, is, is a student at UL who's not necessarily from the area more likely to go to a game than someone who is? Uh it's it's a it's a sticky situation just because as a freshman, there's a lot of dynamics that goes into it. So, obviously, there's high school football going on. There's some freshmen that that want to go back to their former high schools and see their jamborees, see their first games. Right. And it usually naturally happens on a weekend of a, a, a collegiate home game, whether it be Friday, they go back home to their hometown. But how many people in the entire student body are former high school football players? Well, We're talking not, it's, guys, it, girls. We're talking about a it's not, It don't body. have to be football players. You got to think there's band members, there's cheerleaders, there's dance team members. It's a lot of Democrats. As freshmen. As freshmen that was former, you know, that played in those different organizations in high school. But if you was to say, okay, a kid from Baton Rouge that now goes to UL, he's not leaving UL to go to an LSU game. Can't even get tickets to an LSU game. So you, you, those those fans, those students aren't leaving to go elsewhere. So your point, but when you say going back on a Friday night, you're talking about people not from here. Because if you are yeah. from here and you go back on Friday night, well, you're still in town on Friday. Correct, correct. So uh, if they're going to leave, they're going back to watch but, their high school. But game. it also depends how far they are. I mean, you're out of state. You're, you're oh, yeah, far I mean, away. Yeah, that, but I, see, think, I think an out-of-state student at this point, this is just I, my opinion. Well, I, don't even have, is, I don't even have facts to back it up. But I think... In 2021, oddly enough, it's not that many students that are not that aren't from the area or close to the area. I mean, whatever close is to you, you can define it. Whatever are maybe more likely to be at the game Saturday than one that's not. Wait, what city? Hopefully, they all. Sh- yeah, I mean, all, all I know is, you know, the kids are excited for this weekend. They're excited for the first home game. You have a, a a student body that didn't get to experience a full fledge of football last season with the COVID restrictions. So everyone's pumped for this game. Everyone's going to be 
masked up. Everyone's going to be so you're excited. Expecting, you're expecting a big crowd. Sadly. I'm expecting a big crowd from the students. Good. That would be huge. I mean, the students can make or break an entire environment. And then, you know, you have Kyron Lacey. Football. This is his hometown. It's Thibodeau. Mm-hmm. He's going to have a lot of people from Thibodeau come out to come support him. They've been through a lot. They've been through a lot. And I, I just see the reception with that viral video uh, of him scoring a touchdown, making like eight defenders miss. It was awesome. I see the entire city of Thibodeau is just Facebooking it, tweeting it, Instagramming it. So I, I know that they're going to have a lot of fans there this weekend. It's an in-state opponent. That should up have it an uptick, but it's you have the weird wrinkle of, yeah, but they just got demolished by a hurricane. A lot of them are displaced. So. We have UNO students that are on UL campus, uh-huh. about 200 students. Uh-huh. They're going to have, get free tickets to the game. I think we're going to have a good game. We're uh-huh. going to have a good reception. I hope you are correct, my friend. Um, speaking of receptions and Kyron Lacey, you see a lot of chatter from fans after a game, but why did this guy have this many targets or this many catches, or why didn't they get this guy more or that guy more? Levi Lewis was asked last night, I believe my friend Tim Buckley asked the question, and I'm paraphrasing, but essentially it was, what goes into a game plan in terms of number of targets? Do you enter a game with the idea, we're going to get this guy this many targets and this guy this many? Because I think it's easy after a game for folks to look at a box board and say, well, why did this guy only get this much and this guy get that much? Here's how Levi Lewis, the starting quarterback for UL, explained it. Coach Nate, the way he calls the plays, the way um, we're structured, it's like a rule-based, middle, middle-close team. So majority of the time, you know, it's all about the reads. Um, the plays are going to come to guys. I always say let the game come to you. And, um, take what they give you, they'll give you the game. Uh, majority of the time, the plays are just coming to the guys based on what the defense does. Um, whatever they do, they're wrong. You just got to make the right reads, um, run the routes correctly, protect. You know, for the most part, um, it's, it's, it's all structured. It's all system-based. Um, the, the balls just goes to them um, based off what the defense does. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, that's, that's I mean, like, but yet you have a lot of fans that are like, how could they only target? It's like, it's not that simple. You don't go in a huddle and say, hey, run this route, and I'm going to throw it to you. This isn't backyard football. Nobody goes into the game and gives the game plan like, oh, Scott's our star wide receiver. We're going we to we throw it to Scott every play. We got to get this guy more and more and more. You. If you're more prepared, you say, look, we're going to get the ball to the open player. If you're open, you're going to get it. We got five options on this play. And just got to go through his reads. See, everybody's just First saw, one's there. We're going to throw it. And if the next second one isn't, then second, first one isn't, second one is, bam. I mean, it's 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 that's how it goes. It was the infatuation of, of, of B. John Robinson. And you just saw him being used multiple avenues on that Texas offense. People just saw, and then that one play by Kyron Lacey, and people just like automatically like, oh, yeah, we just need to cater the offense. Oh, B. John is a running back. You could put him at receiver and do different things, but Kyron is a true wide receiver. It's different. ESPN1420.com. That is Norman Locke. Catch him this afternoon. See if he catches any heat tonight. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. He'll be be locked in. Uh, ESPN1420.com. Tom Brady will make his 300th regular season start tonight. How about them Cowboys? We'll talk tomorrow morning. Gus Kattengill will be on with me. Dr. Brian Maggard will be on with me. Of course, we'll talk plenty about tonight's NFL game as well. A lot of Saints talk NFL week opening up college football. Don't go anywhere. Greenies next to TSB in 1420. Check. One, two, three, three. Too many rappers and it's still not.
up MCs, it goes three, three, two, one, one. MCA, ad rock, right?